From the world of sports to the world of pop culture and beyond, it's Step 1, Learn Sports. Now, your hosts, Brittany Wench and Avery Harder. Hello and welcome to Step 1, Learn Sports, the podcast bridging the gap between pop culture and sports. I'm Brittany Wench. I am Avery Harder and we have producer RB, Rhett Bryan, Titans Radio, back with us this week. He was out last week for a Titans game, but we snuck him back into the studio today. That's right. And we got to the last time we saw him, we got to be on air with him. Um, That's right. Yeah. Michael Zemuller. He did. He joined us on 104.5 The Zone for an hour. We talked Titans. We talked everything NFL preview, what you can expect in preseason which is also what we covered in our last podcast, but this week we're doing college. Yes, that's right. Well, we have a lot. We had a lot from the last episode that um, kind of spilled over into the hour that we were on air. Uh, we filled in for Michaels and Mueller seven to eight um, on one hundred four five The Zone. It was really cool to have Rhett with us because normally he is the producer of our show, making us sound fabulous. That's right. He does have a microphone in front of him, so if he wanted to talk, he could. But Pretty usually, sure. he lets us take the reins. Yeah. And this time, you know, we graciously. Included him. Uh, yeah, we said you can come on you with can us. Okay, sit fine. With us. Okay, fine. You can come with us. Just kidding. No, he offered his expertise and said, "Hey, this would be really cool." And of course, we're never going to turn down an opportunity to chat with our producer on air. So uh, this week we have some news that we want to get into. As always, we've got um, six sports stories that we tried to cram into 60 seconds, but we talk a lot. Yeah, so it goes about seven goes minutes. It you know, <laughs> That's what we're averaging these days. It doesn't sound as fun, though, as 60 Seconds Skinny. I know. Yeah, it just kind of rolls off the tongue. But anyway, so we've got some news in our 60 Seconds Skinny we want to get to. Um, Avery, you just said that we're going to preview college football. <clears throat> wow, I am sick. So please it's called excuse. party girl voice, Brittany I, Winch. I know you would think so, but you know when you get that like scratchy thing in the back of yeah, your... Yeah, usually when I'm singing too loud at the bar over the weekend. Yeah, well, mine's just singing too loud in the car no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> so we um, are previewing college football this episode. And we're also, we thought of kind of a really fun way to set up the rest of our season. Because when September 5th hits, which is when our next episode will be dropping... We are going to be going down to one episode per week. We are so excited to be giving you guys information, news, pop culture on a weekly basis. But we're going to kind of break down how we are going to frame each episode at that point. Give a nice little setup for the rest of the year, 16 weeks of the professional league and... We'll get college in there as well as bowl games and going into the national championship and let it fall over into the Super Bowl. And I then, can't wait. you know, I can't the wait. year's over. Then the year's over and then we start Merry all Christmas. over again. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Starting Hanukkah. all over. All of the things. Um, and then at the end of the episode, we are going to have no dumb questions. So Avery, our new 60 second skinny. Kicking off 60-second skinny, the XFL has revealed its 18 mascots and logos for the 2020 season. Seven of the eight cities that will be housing teams also have NFL teams, St. Louis being the only one that does not currently have a team. So the XFL was a professional American football league that only had one season, and that was back in 2001. The league was founded by pro wrestler and CEO of the WWE, Vince McMahon, who said in an interview last year when it was revealed that the league would be returning, coming back, the new XFL is an exciting opportunity to reimagine America's favorite sport. As we move towards kickoff, we look forward to listening and implementing innovative ideas from players, coaches, medical experts, technology executives, the media, and most importantly, football fans. 
So, it, I mean, when it happened, there was way too much injury. There was a lot of adult content. Basically, they started this this league. like way, It was way too rushed. Yeah, I'm sure they were just filling the void between regular season and all the offseason. Number two, former NBA star and ex-Kardashian insider Lamar Odom has joined the Dancing with the Stars cast. NFL Hall of Famer Ray Lewis is also set to join the upcoming season. May the force be with whoever has got to dance with that skyscraper, <laughs> Lamar Odom, who I've also heard is writing a memoir. Did you hear that? A memoir, memoir. as Chris Jenner would say. As, yeah. Um, among the remaining cast is uh, um, also Hannah B. from this season of The Bachelorette, 90s heartthrob James Vanderbeek from Dawson's Creek. Oh, my God. Did you ever have one of those, like, um, pop or sugar m- magazines? That yeah, had, like, Teen Tiger yeah. Beat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I had one of him, definitely. Um, Kate Flannery, otherwise known as Meredith from The Office. Oh, my God. I hope she acts like her character. <laughs> I know, me too. Kel Mitchell from the drive-thru of Good Burger. Bur- Good Burger. Also loves orange soda. Yes. Uh, Keenan and Kel and all that. Um, the absolutely stunning Christy Brinkley. Also known as Ren Stevens. And I believe she's Kim Possible. I don't think Christy Brinkley is. I think Christy Brinkley was a model. Oh, awkward. That's okay, though. I, they have very similar names. I know exactly who you're talking about. I'm just trying to talk about Kim Possible as much as I can. Yeah. I'm trying to bring it back around. I used to have that ringtone as my uh, SMS alert on my phone. Oh, nerd. I know. Lauren Elena, really good for her. And Sean Spicer, along with a couple more. I hope uh, Melissa McCarthy somehow makes her way in and dresses as <laughs> yes, Sean Spicer like she does from <laughs> SNL and like poses as him for one of the episodes. Because if that was... If that happened, you couldn't pay for TV that good. We can only hope. U.S. Women's National Team superstar Carly Lloyd hung out of the Eagles practice this week, and she drilled a 55-yard field goal right through the uprights. Which, good for her. I remember in high school there was one team that had a female kicker, and it like blew my mind. But Gil Brandt, who was the former vice president of player personnel for the Dallas Cowboys and also a pro football Hall of Famer, tweeted, Honestly, I don't think it will be long before we see a woman break through this NFL barrier. I'd give her an honest tryout if I were her. Or no, no. I would give her an honest tryout if I were, say, the Bears. Which is funny because (laughs) Cody Parkey missed a season-ending 43-yard field goal in their last game for the Bears. 49ers quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo posts a 0.0 QB rating in his first game back since suffering a season-ending knee injury last September. He went one for six for zero yards and an interception. So what that means in the preseason game that they played against the Denver Broncos, which was a game that still does not matter because it's the preseason, he threw six passes as a quarterback. Of those six passes that he threw, he completed one of them. One of them was caught. Normally, you throw that to gain yards, to make your way down the field. The announcer will say he was two for four for 25 yards. Well, his completed pass gained nothing. So he also threw an interception. Not the best performance that we've ever seen out of a quarterback. Antonio Brown finally returns to practice with the Raiders after the most talked about debacles, including frostbitten feet and refusing to get a new helmet after his old one was deemed unsafe. So there's this show called Hard Knocks. Some of you listening may know it. Some of you may not. In a nutshell, it's a sports documentary series produced by NFL Films and HBO in real time. The only people that are working harder than the producers of this show is Chris Jenner and the producers of The Bachelor. For real. I wonder, I mean, the feat of it all. The fact that he showed them on Hard Knocks is not 
what America needs. Did you? So did you watch this? Because um, this season features the Oakland Raiders. Yes, uh, I only watched part of last week's episode because it was their joint practice with the Rams, right. and Blake Bortles was on. So oh, I, so I had to see my boy. Of course, we had to see yes. Blake. But yeah, no, his feet are are disgusting. But they did a really good job of depicting kind of the whole drama that played out in the media. Yeah. Everyone was so excited that it was on this was on this episode. Yeah, it. You couldn't have had a better team for it to be around. Clemson quarterback Trevor Lawrence named first-team All-American QB over Alabama quarterback Tua Tagovailoa, which I'm pretty sure I said wrong, so RB, feel free to repronounce that for me because I'm Tag- never going to get it right. Tagovailoa. That's what I said, exactly. exactly. Sounds exactly the God same. God bless you. Um, okay, so let's draw a little family tree here because we did talk about this in our 60-second skinny. In, well, we, I'm going to connect it to the 60-second skinny that we did in our last episode. So Trevor Lawrence, he's from Johnson City, Tennessee, from the song Wagon Wheel. Yeah, if you're in Nashville, you can't not throw your drink in the air and scream that out loud every time you hear Wagon Wheel. Trevor Lawrence is the quarterback who took the place of Kelly Bryant on the Clemson team. You'll remember us referencing last episode when we discussed that the Clemson head coach, Dabo Sweeney, did not give a championship ring to Kelly Bryant. Kelly Bryant left and transferred to the University of Missouri and is now the quarterback for the Missouri Tigers. So basically, the reason Trevor Lawrence got this, not only was did he have a great um, season, but what Tua did last year as a true freshman leading Alabama to a championship win over Georgia Trevor did this year with Clemson beating Alabama. And he's the first true freshman to lead a team to win a national championship in over 30 years. So, well-deserved first-place position. Everyone says it's going to go between them two this year for the Heisman race and Jalen Hurts out of Oklahoma, which leads us into really the whole episode. Exactly. College football. College football. Is here. Here it is. This is Thursday, the uh, 22nd. First game is in 48 hours. Yes. Florida, Miami. Can't wait. Kickoff. This college football season, 150th year of college football, week zero is what it's being referred to as. So what we want to kind of set up first before we move forward with the rest of our episodes is how we want to, We, you know, we've been thinking about this. How can we best break down college football and NFL for our listeners? Because we're the podcast that bridges the gap between pop culture and sports. And there's so much going on every week. So like much. you can't possibly cram two weeks of backlog plus two weeks of forward log into one week no you're so right and it's hard and there's so much that's going on in all of the conferences on the field off the field there's news that's breaking every day so what we want to do is we want to make this as easy to follow and to understand we're going to bring on some fun guests we're going to talk about all the drama on the field off the field each week the best way for us to kind of describe this each week is this is going to be the reality series of football. It's going to be a reality TV series. Eat the season of football. Each week is going to be a new episode. Yep. Every single, uh, we're going to, right now we drop on Thursdays. We're going to switch to Wednesdays. Right. Right before Thursday is when um, the first NFL game is of that season. Sometimes there's a college football game that night or Friday night too. So you'll get your recap right fresh off the week before going into the next week. There's going to be so much and so many teams that we want. If there, if you have a team that you want to hear about, it's your alma mater or you are a diehard uh, Clemson fan or you're a diehard Mizzou fan, like like yours some, truly. There's a few some out of there. us. Some of us. There are a few Tigers out there. Um, we want you to write to us on Twitter. Um, you can follow us um, on 
Twitter. Twitter. That's going to be our yeah. uh, largest and only platform. Well, we're thinking of branching out to Instagram, though. Yes, we do we're have the Instagram right. handle, <laughs> but we uh, really don't have the content yet for it and don't just want to put things out just to put it out. Yeah. But Twitter is where the sports world lives, thrives. We're right there in it. We have... Everything that we can to offer, just like you guys have, just a little bit fresher of a take. Exactly. We're going to, each week, tweet out the games for that week, what the schedule is, when they're playing, who the matchups are. And then if there's somebody that you want to hear, send it to us. Ask us questions about your quarterback. Ask us questions about your coaches, your new coaches, um, any players that that um, are from your school that you want to hear about or your favorite NFL player. We want to break everything down for you, and we want to bring you content that 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 you want to hear also every week um i'm just telling Brittany this now because it's a thought that just came into my head i will do a short reflection of how much i cried during the previous week tom rinaldi story on college game day college game day has their first one this week um florida miami are playing in orlando and they're doing college game day from disney world did your school ever have college game day uh, my school didn't have a college. Oh, I'm sorry. My school didn't have a football team <laughs> would be a more accurate statement. Okay. No, I went to the University of North Florida. We do not have a football team. However, that is in Jacksonville, Florida, where the Florida-Georgia game is played every year. Got and it. College Game Day and the SEC Network have both been there multiple, multiple times. So my question should have been, have you ever gone to College Game yes, Day? Yes, okay. I have gone to it at Florida a few times and once at Florida State. Got it. What time did it start? Were you up at the crack of dawn? I don't know that I went to sleep the night before because I was so excited. I love college game day. I want Lee Corso to be like my great grandpa. Great grandpa. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I already have a grandpa. I love his laugh. So I just need a great grandpa to Mm -hmm. add on top. And I haven't, like I've only seen it from afar. I haven't gotten up close. I haven't been one of the ones with the signs right behind it. But my goal before Lee Corso retires is to be seen on college game day. Uh, did you know that uh, one of our coworkers here that um, you and I both know very well, uh, Taryn Johnson, was on? Yes, I've heard of him. College game day. <laughs> he, I, we, I have got to find the picture of it, but he had tweeted out some, or he had ho- held up some poster, um, and it like made. I think it went viral. Was it at a UT this game? Is, like such a terrible. The like, signs are the best part. Yeah, one guy put his um, Venmo, Venmo name, there and I think he got beer. like twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, I, he got he got a lot. I'm going to pay money. someone to put my Venmo name on there. Like mm-hmm. I don't. Why don't wake, we just go? You just do it. I don't. I think I've out outgrown. Yeah, it. I. It takes a little while to bounce back. I probably can't get there at 3 a.m. to be front row. But I got someone. <laughs> yes, I, bet a, could. I bet a little 18-year-old freshman can be out there ready. I'm going to send a little pledge out there. Write my name on your sign, and I'll give you 1% of the profits. Yeah, 1%. I'll pay you interest. That's right. <laughs> so that's how we want to set up each week. We want you to write to us and let us know what you want to hear. But we're basically going to outline this as, as, as if it's a reality show. So it's going to be the football season. Season, season. one. Season one, season, season, season one on step one, learn sports, football. That's right. We, episode one coming up. Breaking down. Should we call it episode everything. zero? Like just because it's week zero? Why not? Why this not? would be episode could, zero. This would be episode zero. All right. Well, there's our title. Now so, we don't have to decide it tomorrow. Okay. Well, let's start with that. Why do we call it week zero, Avery? It is week zero because standardly there's um, 12 weeks. This is kicking off a week before there was originally a scheduling conflict, actually, that ended up moving this game to being this week. It was standardly later, but they have moved it up. But this is, they call it week zero as a way to do it 
to make it seem like they're not playing more games, which they're not. They still have two buys mm-hmm. as opposed to the one buy like they normally would have. But since it's happening so early, that's why they're referring to it as week zero. Week one technically does not start for college football until next week. And there's only two games this week, uh, Florida and Miami in Orlando Camping World Stadium and Arizona and Hawaii in Honolulu. That's right. Um, there are 10 conferences. Should we like, you know, come up with a little imaging that's something like um, uh, this season on keeping up with the football? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay, there are 10 conferences consisting of 130 schools, um, games and matchups. Like we said, we're going to post a link to each one coming up. So next Thursday, there are four games. UCLA at Cincinnati, Georgia Tech at Clemson, Texas Tech at Texas A&M, Utah at BYU, and it's going to continue on Friday, and then Saturday is going to be banana land. Yeah, so the first opening weekend of college football, the major one, starting next week, you have games kicking off Thursday, probably around 6 o'clock Central Time, 7 o'clock Eastern Time, all the way through a Monday night game on Labor Day. Um, I'm not sure who the Monday night game is this year, but, oh, it's Notre Dame at uh, Louisville. That's one of them. Mm-hmm. But yep. at eight o'clock, yes, there Eastern are games time. all weekend. And let me tell you, I had surgery once three years ago and I scheduled it on the Thursday before Labor Day, oh. knowing that I could be still the whole weekend. There's so much football and there's no NFL. The NFL final preseason games are the same Thursday mm-hmm. night that college football kicks off. But the fourth game of NFL, no one plays. It's no starters are even going to suit up. So it is college football all weekend. 13 games that Saturday. What a dream. That's just back to back to back starting at noon. Yes. A lot of them are like if your team, the first two or three games usually of all like the major conferences, they then play like a cupcake team. Like if Alabama, they would be playing University of Alabama and Birmingham. Usually someone that's not in a power five, which are the five major conferences that run college football, the SEC, the ACC, um, the Pac-10, Big Ten, and there's one other that I can't remember, Rhett. Big 12? Big 12. Mm, Mizzou used to be in the Big 12. Yes, they have. They do have some restructuring every now and then. The mm. SEC added uh, Mizzou and Texas A&M Same uh, year. five or six years ago. So sometimes they restructure it. It doesn't college. happen too often, though. They're pretty set. Sometimes they dissolve a conference and move some to a lower D1 or a higher, like a D2, or keep it in a D1 and just move it around. But it really, it doesn't happen too often. Yeah, it's a big deal when it does. Yes, it is a huge deal. And you usually do it equally because each conference has two divisions, an East or a West, like it is in the um, SDC. Sometimes they do North and a South, something like that, to break it up. So it's just... It's better to divide it, and then you have the winners of both divisions play each other for the conference championship in December. So going into the college football season, we have some predictions. Um, So the AP poll, which is the Associated Press poll, compiled by polling 65 sports writers and broadcasters from across the nation. They haven't asked us. No, not yet, but, you know, swim in the DMs. We feel like we have some good opinions. We didn't make the cut on that one. But we've got the AP poll. We've also got the coaches poll, which is also known as the Amway coaches poll. It's conducted weekly throughout the regular season using a panel of head coaches at Football Bowl Subdivision Coaches. So you'll see the acronym FBS, and that's what that stands for. Coaches are chosen at random, and they give points based on their ranking. So if they think that they're going to be first, they give them 25 points. So if we compare those two polls, 
the AP poll and the coaches poll, their top 10 are identical. Mm-hmm. There's zero variation. Once it gets down, every, they uh, both of those have Clemson with the most points at first. They're predicted that they're going to be, high, I mean, they're the highest ranking going into the season. And this is obviously, this is before the seasons have even started. Um, Alabama second, Georgia third, Oklahoma fourth, Ohio State fifth, LSU at six, Michigan seventh, Florida at eight. Notre Dame ninth and Texas at tenth, and then they start kind of going into some very slight variations. But once once you get down to eleventh, um, um, the AP poll has Oregon then ranking, which is uh, Marcus Mariota's alma mater. Alma mater. I'm having a, like a very hard time speaking today. Yeah, that's what happens when you have too much fun on the weekend. I guess so. I feel like the biggest thing to say about these polls is that they truly don't matter. These two. For the first eight weeks, we really go off the AP poll to rank the teams. And then going into the first, after the first full weekend of November, we have the college football playoff poll. And that is what matters. And that's only been around for five or six seasons. Since um, the last BCS championship game in 2013, we now go to the college football playoff game. So there's commissioner, bunch of Coaches, not every coach, and it's a much smaller pool of people voting on this, ranking the college football rankings. And then from there, that's how we decide who's in the college football playoffs at the end of the year. It's the last four that are in. So whenever you are watching college game day or ESPN or your boyfriend's talking or your coworker's talking, they say, who's going to be the first four in? That's what they're talking about. They're talking one, two, three, and four. Those four teams go to the college football playoff. Everyone else at the end of the season through 25. And if you just had one over six games, then you're eligible. You go to a bowl game. So so we're going to tweet these out for you so that it's easy to follow along. We're going to tweet out what the upcoming schedule is like, who's playing this weekend, who is playing Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Yes, for the opening weekend, yes. For the opening weekend. Um, and week to week, we're going to do that. We'll also tweet out the AP poll, um, the coaches poll, and then also um, the NCAA also has um, their own rankings and, and, and what, their, um, what their reasoning behind that is, which is very interesting to read up on. Um, any other background information we should cover before going into the season? I think we kind of, I feel like that's kind of like the basis of it. Yeah, I mean, if you're wondering what happened last year, Alabama was undefeated until the national championship where Clemson handed it to them, ran the table, Alabama didn't stand a chance. Um, is Taylor Swift going to be performing for anything on the opening weekend? She is not. Do think? I don't think she is, but last year she performed outside of, um, I call it the... Alabama Stadium, because I can't, or the Atlanta Stadium, yes. Mercedes-Benz Stadium Mercedes-Benz. in Atlanta is what I'm trying to say. She did perform outside of that, outside of the Chick-fil-A kickoff game. Oh. Because that's when she was just announcing her um, tour. She was doing that then. Last, two years ago. Because she did Reputation yes. last year. Yeah, you're right. So, right. so I wouldn't years expect ago. anything. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Well, but with the release of her new album, I kind of feel like she's going to do It's already out, though. Something. She's already done all the press. Wait, the album's already out? It will be by then. It comes out on Friday. Oh, good point. Yes. Okay, yeah. Well, I'm just thinking, like, once her once the album comes out, obviously she's doing all the press for it, but then when the tour, to announce her tour, has she already announced her tour? No, not yet. Oh, okay. It's coming. She has a YouTube live t- 
uh, today. I just feel like she always has something up her sleeve, something that like, I mean, when she showed up for the NFL draft, none of us were expecting, well, you I were was expecting, expecting it. You were expecting it. <laughs> us, uh, us mere peasants over yes, here yeah. were not. I was shocked. I was like, I don't know how I didn't follow this. Not, not as much of a Swifty as I am. Clearly not. Clearly not. Um, okay, so it is time for No Dumb Questions. Please, if you ever find yourself in a situation where you're not sure what the topic of conversation is, you're not sure who they're referring to, you want to know our thoughts on a player, you want to know our thoughts on a situation, you just kind of need some background knowledge or information, send those No Dumb Questions to us because the only question that is a dumb one is one that you do not ask. We want you to be equipped with all of the knowledge that you need moving forward in any conversation that you have. So send those to send those to us on Twitter, send those to us in a direct message, whatever your little heart desires. Our no dumb question this week comes from a listener who has chosen to be referred yeah, to as Jenny to. from the Block. Yes, she would like to remain anonymous yes. but call herself Jenny from the Bronx. She would like Brittany to answer the question. Directed right at you. It was at B. Winch, not at Avery Harder. She must have heard. She yes. must have known where I went to school. Yeah, you talk about it a lot. So I, sure I mean, do. she's a good listener. Yeah, thank you. At B. Winch, how bad will Mizzou be this year? Okay, so being the optimistic person that I am, I'm going to say we're going to be better than we've been in years past, and here's why. I think Kelly Bryant adding adding him to our offense, I think he has got to be the MVP of that offense. He can't have anybody else outshine him. He has got to run that offense, and I think he's going to do it very well. So there's first, I always think whenever there's a change that comes in, yes, you can have like a growing year and say like, oh, you don't know because is he going to mesh with the offense? I think he's going to do great. I think he's going to lift it up a little bit. He has a tried and true record at Clemson. First and foremost. Um, Second, I think that um, Dooley, as the coach, this is his second season there. I think he's great to be leading the offense also. If you can understand what he's saying, because he has the most country accent of everyone that I've ever heard. He gives such great press conferences, though. Not as good as Will Muschamp, South Carolina head coach. That dude, when he's on the sideline and his player does something he doesn't want them to do, I think everything on the sideline gets knocked over or broken. He has the largest temper and just takes it out on inanimate objects. Whereas Nick Saban takes it out on his assistants. So I, okay, well, let's go back. Okay, let's go back to the polls. The AP poll has them at not even in the top 25. Yeah. So I'm going to say we'll be in top 25. I'm going to go with the low 40s. Mm, Personal I'm going to say, I would say, I would put us in there. If I were a betting woman, which I you love, love me some poker, been to one casino in my life, I would say put us at 21. Interesting. Hold me. Do, I called, I called in the What's Super Bowl. Bet? I called in the Super Bowl. Do you remember this? One, one of our first episodes when we were talking about like who was going to win Patriots or the Rams. And oh, you I picked was like, the Patriots? Um, I, no, no, Groundbreaking. No, one of our, um, one of our prop bets, I said there will be a field goal. Also groundbreaking yeah i know it really was yeah um so yeah i'm gonna say we're not going to it's not going to be as terrible of a season as it's been like let's say the first year that we went into the sec it's not going to be that embarrassing no but mizzou's also won the sec east twice twice but those were the second two years after we got into the sec after that it was downhill because then there was a whole yes, hunger will strike win that the they didn't play. this year no not going to win the east i mean i wouldn't expect that but I also don't think that it's going to be as um, laborious of, of a season as it's been in the past. So I think that I think that um, 
being as optimistic as I am, I think we're going to see um, we have to beat South Carolina early. And then I think that just sets the tone for the rest of the season. We'll see. Hopefully they lose their last game of the season, which will be against Arkansas. Should we watch that game together? Probably not. I don't think we'll have a podcast after that. I'm not. You very never nice. want to hang out with me. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Only for 30 minutes every other week, and soon to be 30 minutes every single week. Every single week. I I, I am so lucky. I count my blessings every That's day. Right. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast of Step One Learn Sports. New episodes coming every other Thursday, and soon to move every week. That's right. Every other Thursday. So we'll do this one this Thursday, September 5th. We'll do that Again, one on a Thursday, changes. and then from there. Every other Wednesday, or every single Wednesday. I am sorry. Get ready for it. In the meantime, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, 1045 The Zone website for all of our past episodes. Go there, hit subscribe, leave comments and reviews because that really helps us when we're framing our episodes moving forward. Uh, listen every day to all of your sports content, headlines, entertaining personalities on 1045 The Zone. And thank you to our producer, RB, back with us. That's right, RB. I know you'll be in and out throughout the season, but we hope you can make every single one you can you know obviously the titans are priority that is your paying job we only pay you in smiles yeah smiles and high fives that's right follow us at s1ls podcast on twitter at b winch at avery harder tweet us your no dumb questions and we will be with you next week thanks so much